0: Man, here we are again, Project 24, right? And I'll tell you, the first thing I want to say is apologize for the recording that was put out yesterday. You know, a couple technical difficulties we faced. And I tell you, I said, you know what? Let's just leave it out there because we learn from our mistakes instead of trying to erase them and hide them. I'm going to be a little bit better at doing some audio checks and, and whatnot. So my apologies to you guys where you heard a lot of talking over each other and it's not going to happen again. It was an audio issue that we had and we were experiencing here. So one of the things I wanted to talk about was, you know, our worth, what, what our worth means. And I'll tell you because many of us believe our worth is conditional. We believe that we're only worthy of love and and some sort of fulfillment if we perform a certain way or we achieve certain goals. And I'll tell you, those, those, those beliefs often are born from growing up in dysfunctional families or conditioning that don't support us being individuals. And then the only time we're ever really shown affection is when we meet others' expectations. You know, the problem, I I always believe this at, the problem is that if we don't identify and reverse these ideas, reverse these beliefs, they will direct our path every day of our lives or our life experience to the point where we feel miserable, drained, disconnected from who we truly are. And I want to say this to you all that you are worthy just the way you are. I want you to know that you don't have to prove to anyone how worthy you are of any kind of love, joy, and fulfillment. You deserve it. You know, sometimes we really need to focus within our intuition (laughs) Excuse me. Even when everyone else thinks we're wrong, nobody will ever tell us, you know, to follow our intuition when it comes to making an important life decisions. We hear that within us, and I'll tell you, it's it, it's because we're all programmed to ignore, deny, and neglect what our intuition, our gut, our solar plexus tied to our heart chakra is telling us. That's why I always say, pay attention, master the art of paying attention to our inner voices. Because, you know, when we do that, it's almost like an act of rebellion in itself. It's saying no to the norm. It's saying no to the conditioning. And I'm te- it will lead us towards a path of self-discovery, who we really are. That will make us realize nobody should ever tell us how we should live our life experience here. Because nobody knows you better than you. You have every right to turn inward and follow your internal compass, your guidance system. Nobody else dictates that. Nobody else is sailing your boat. Nobody else is steering, you know, steering, sorry, your car. You're driving it and expressing your thoughts and feelings and emotions you know, is important. And many of us have this idea that we cater and we should cater to the feelings of others because they're, they're, they're important. They're worth more than our own. Sometimes we may believe that if we're being too honest with somebody, it may lead to conflict. So you know what? We stay quiet. We keep our, we keep ourselves small in a, in a, in a quiet space. And then we let others take up all the space. I used to think this for years. But then, you know what? I realized there was a subconscious belief behind it. And that belief was, I'm not worthy of expressing myself. Most of us were raised in a home where You know, being vulnerable and being authentic and expressing and using your imagination and creativity was very discouraged. We were taught, you know, to hide our true feelings and be as neutral as you could. You know what? Don't embarrass the family. Keep quiet. Otherwise, there would be a lot of drama and conflict and issues the family's going to go through. But I'll tell you, as we progress through this life experience and we step through time you know, and we start getting a little bit older, we realize that, you know what, it may be possible to change this pattern. This pattern that we once adapted as an idea of who we thought we were. And I think that really starts with establishing values. What's your values? What do you honor? What's your moral compass? And when you find out what those things are, you start aligning and setting and holding boundaries. You know, how many times do you ever say yes when you want to say no? How many times have you ever, you know, ignored or neglected your well-being to, you know, please or prioritize somebody else? You know, it's unfortunate that our society, our education, our learning doesn't teach us what boundaries are. And it doesn't even acknowledge the importance of it and even worse I'll, I'll tell you even worse when someone sets a boundary we tend to perceive them or look at them as mean or selfish and they're all about themselves when really all they're trying to do is elevate themselves to their higher selves their their higher good you know it took me a while to realize that the truth is in my eyes Boundaries are a very, very essential part of any relationship, family, friends, co-workers, intimate. They allow us to meet our needs and take care of ourselves, which I'll tell you, we're all worthy of. You know, when we start talking about boundaries and understanding who we are and what we want, it all all migrates to how emotionally mature we really are. And when we are, it becomes natural for us to express our boundaries with no problem. We will also respect other people's boundaries and give them their personal space and admire their self-expression. You know, we deserve to choose what parts of ourselves we share. And if we share our energy with others that we feel comfortable with, We have no right to feel angry and speak up if our boundaries were disrespected or violated. We express them in a very compassionate and empathetic way. And I'll tell you, when you want to talk about expression in empathetic, compassionate ways, it all always comes down to unconditional love, right? And we have to be that unconditional love within ourselves. You know, real love is not something that we have to earn. It's not something that we have to prove we deserve. I I, I mean, once we're in our natural state of happiness, being love, loving ourselves, showing ourselves what we want, we're not going to really argue if somebody's not sharing that with us because it's not within them. So I think really beginning to love yourself, being open with yourself and being true with yourself will open up a lot of doors. And I think some of the doors that open is when you start looking at relationships with family or friends or intimate that really don't serve where you're going or what you're trying to achieve. You know, more often than not, and and I found myself in this pattern, that we stay in relationships with friends and intimate partners and family out of convenience. We share our time with people we've known for years, years, without really looking back or reflecting on what these relationships bring into our life experience. What is the purpose of that relationship? What are they bringing to us? What are we learning? What are we expressing? What are we creating? You know. And I think it comes to a awakening that we have to be honest with ourselves that is this bringing unconditional joy? Is this bringing support? Is this bringing where I'm going? Or is it just based on oh man, whatever, bro. I've known you for 10 years. I've known you for 15 Man, I know him forever, but what is it really bringing us? You know, in that relationship, whatever it may be, do we feel loved? Do we feel heard? Do they see who we truly are? am I comfortable being open with them? Do I feel invalidated? Do I feel depleted? Am I exhausted when I talk to them? You know, and maybe they're not necessarily toxic or draining, but they do, they support our growth. You know, we get to choose who we want in our life. And I know sometimes it's difficult to admit this to ourselves that sometimes some people need to get off the bus. They need to, vacate their seat you know because if they're not if we're not learning or growing from them if if we're not expanding you know we need to be able to make space for people to come into our life and if our table's packed or our car is full you know how are we ever going to stretch so we want people that we're going to learn we're going to grow from you know they're going to they're gonna make us fly higher. They're actually gonna join us in our success, whatever that may be that we're targeting. You know, and I'll tell you, we we live in a large, large unconscious society that a lot of people find value in the physical things, the cars, the houses, the clothes, the jewelry, money, you know, without ever getting in touch with what's more more important about this life experience and that's our inner world what we're experiencing inside you know it's our internal world that if something aligns with our values and is worth pursuing we do it but if something doesn't align there our intuition screams it says don't do it but then we're so attached to the physical things that come with it We focus on that, and that's where disaster happens. You know, I think um, most of us need to follow our gut, follow our, our intuition, you know, because we know it's following the right path. And without it, it's like a boat, you know, floating down a lake with no guidance, no compass, no nothing. So one thing that I have learned is don't ever let anyone convince you that you're whatever you want to create or dream of or meditate on is unproductive or leads you nowhere because you know what your worth is not based on your productivity. Your interests, your emotional life matter and your sense of purpose matters. So it's really trying to find what is that sense of purpose that you're operating from. You know, Behind any success story, whenever you see them, the realization is that they always chose not to be a victim. And they never looked at a circumstance as crippling. They overcame it. You know, when we start to decide that we're not a victim anymore, we're not only claiming our rights, we're taking full responsibility for our life experience here. I acknowledge my conditioning, I forgive myself for my past. You know, it's time for me to use these lessons and apply them. That's why I say any kind of situationship, any kind of situation you went through, any kind of difficulty you went through, we're all meant to go through these, to learn from them, gain the lesson and apply it. That's where wisdom comes from. And I'll tell you, that's freaking beautiful. But sometimes we always catch ourselves stuck in a loop. You know, we relive the same old scenarios, and and what happened in the past, and we're like a broken record, man. It's like I sat here one day, and it's a true story, and I sat here, and I was like, maybe I'm just a chronic people pleaser. I'm always sitting there putting everyone else's needs ahead of mine, and I and I just seem to attract partners and people who don't serve me they're they're nothing but trouble they they are never giving me the love and respect i deserve i'll tell you though whatever that was for me i began to recognize that as a sign that these patterns that i'm in are bringing me the same thing until i learn it until i apply it because i'll tell you patterns only stick around because we let them, we let ourselves do these patterns. You know, these patterns need compliance. Otherwise they wouldn't survive. So if I stop being compliant with them, they're not gonna exist. It's like having somebody over your house that you don't even want over. They're only there because we haven't shown them the door. We haven't told them to leave. And when we respond, to situations in the same old ways, the same old patterns, the same old cycles. We're essentially performing the same dance, the same choreography, man. You're still doing the same two-step. Stop it. This routine over a period of time will become ingrained. And the more we perform it, the more we dance, the stronger it becomes. I know we never want to acknowledge any role in suffering pain or anything we experience but the truth is is that we do have a role in this and the more we avoid confronting it the more obvious it becomes and the more these patterns cycle trust me man i learned the hard way whenever we find ourselves involved in a recurring pattern that on the daily is causing us to struggle or even a little bit of discomfort. It's a sign, trust me, take it as a sign that there's an underlying unconscious belief at play that we need to tackle. Because these beliefs, I'll tell you, in print, experiences that we've encountered during our journey here, whether it was experiences of betrayal, that can lead us to difficulty in trusting others. Whether it was ever like beliefs or patterns that we were told we were too sensitive, man, it might make us like suppress and not show emotions. You know, for myself, especially with immigrant parents, growing up with strict routines that really create patterns of discomfort with, you know, being spontaneous, you know, and only ever being acknowledged or rewarded in a way for any kind of achievements outside of us. That will always create a pattern of tying our self-worth to success. Tying our success to things we acquire external to us. You know, even if you experience rejection in youth, man, that may lead to patterns of avoiding us taking new opportunities. You know, if we ever grew up witnessing conflict at home, it could develop patterns of seeking harmony at any cost. You know, as, as, as time goes on during our journey, these imprints, these beliefs, they start to operate on autopilot within our subconscious. You know, it's like, a, it's like a trail you've walked so many times that you don't even think about your steps anymore. You just follow a familiar path, you know. They put the blindfold on and walk it. I could walk with my eyes closed. But when we're faced with a situation that triggers that, deeply ingrained belief, man, we, we might respond without even, even realizing why we're responding this way. And I'll tell you, that's, that's the things that it, it, it took me years to realize I had this pattern. But once I did, I started to gain a new level of understanding and empowerment opened up before me. It's like the possibilities were were endless and these imprints solidified into beliefs that used to operate on autopilot don't do that anymore. And that's, uh, I'm telling you, that's, that is good. Ignore the things of, you know, conditioning or things you might have experienced in the past of I'm not good enough. I'm unlovable. I don't deserve good things in my life. You know, relationships sure in the hell ain't safe and no one will ever stay. They'll always walk out. I don't deserve to express myself we need to stop that you know the world outside our homes and where we reside or live also has a say in shaping what we believe let society have their rules and ideas you know influences in how we see things and what we think is important trust me i know it is but don't get caught up in the moment you, it's like this. The moment you walk out of your house, don't get caught up in what's normal, what's desirable, what's successful. Follow your own rhythm. Because sometimes, man, unfortunately, these societal beliefs are very limiting. They might narrow your perspective. You know, you you start to really overlook different ways of thinking and living because everybody else is doing it. So I'm doing it. And when you adopt these beliefs without even a question, they're not even your beliefs. So form your own. Don't do what everybody else is doing. Don't forget your highest faculties of being creative, being expressive. Don't, don't forget those things. Use that imagination and, and I'm telling you, start breaking free from this cycle that takes you nowhere, nowhere. So what I encourage is, let's take a moment to reflect on why we believe what we believe. Is it holding us back? You know, maybe there's a belief from our history um, that, that is keeping us in a stuck place. You know, we might, we might have this belief that expressing our true emotions is dangerous because we're not supposed to be vulnerable and putting up a facade or hiding who we are is the best way to go. But I want you to ask yourself some questions, you know, what kind of beliefs have you developed to even protect yourself from certain situations? You know, how do you respond to compliments or criticism? You know, and as we peel these layers of limiting beliefs, and I'll tell you what, it is limiting beliefs because it doesn't serve us. It doesn't bring us to our higher good. You know, we, we start, when we start peeling away these limiting beliefs, we start to create a space for new ones to take root, you know, beliefs that propel us towards what we want, towards what we dream. And actually start building resilience in the face of situations and challenges. And that is going to remind us of our worth and who we are. You know, having this conversation last night with a very close friend over, you know, I said it's a journey that really demands patience and it demands a lot of self-compassion. But what's cool about it, it's our unique journey. You know, it may have some twists and turns and ups and downs, but each one is a pivot and an opportunity to mold our beliefs into a shape that resonates with who we are becoming. It's all about becoming our higher self and serving that purpose and then transcending that to others. So everyone, I hope you have yourself or are having a blessed day today. And never stressed, always blessed. And always remember, keep being true to yourself.